0: listening to the thought leaders business lab episode 106 and today we're talking about the importance of your personal brand so stay tuned Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business <coughs> Lab. I'm here with my Ask Sam and Tim co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you doing today, Tim?
1: I am doing amazing. Sam, how are you? you look I'm doing super well.
0: Thank you. You're looking chipper yourself today, it's because no. we're not recording at some ridiculous clock today.
1: I know, because I've just realised the absurdity of that statement. Because you know, most people are listening to this on their earphones or whatever.
0: I know, but uh, you can say whatever you. Are. I'm going to turn uh, up in my pajamas. I <laughs>
1: actually, can't actually see you. Actually, I was doing that this morning. I was, I was on, uh, I was on camera with a client, and of course, I had my um, had my jacket on, and then I uh, couldn't. <laughs>
0: Oh, isn't yeah. that normal entrepreneur wear? It's either you know board shorts or no pants in the summer and ug boots in the winter. Although I've That's got to, I've got to admit, this morning I couldn't be bothered taking my hoodie off. So instead of going on a Zoom call with someone, I noticed they'd left their phone number. So I cheekily just rang the number. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've just you on? there we go.
1: I'm really in the office, <laughs> promise.
0: Oh, no, let's move on. We've dug ourselves a hole. Let's get straight out of it, Absolutely.
1: T- now, you were talking before we, we, we kicked off this episode about an interview you'd seen between Gary Vaynerchuk and Jackie O and...
0: Carl Sanderlans. Carl
1: Sanderlans. Now, yeah. one of the questions was, and um, we know that Gary Vaynerchuk, and those of you know Gary, massive advocate and fan of social media and building your own media brand, and it's a bit of a segue for today's topic, but he's... A huge proponent of, of talking about building yourself as your own media okay. entity right? and your company as a media company that then sells a product. Yes. And one of the questions that Kyle asked in that interview, he said, I'm 47 right? Why on earth do I need social media? And I thought Gary's response was really interesting and you and I both agree with his response to me.
0: Absolutely. It is on my Facebook personal profile. I'll make sure that I put it on my Facebook page too. So go and have a look at this interview because what I found so intriguing about this interview was we normally see Gary Vee being interviewed in an entrepreneurial environment and this is the first time I'd seen Gary interviewed in mainstream media environment and I think it showed him in a in a different light he showed up not in a different way but the way that he shared his message was a little bit different yeah and Carl said hey I'm 47 why why the heck would I want you know to be on social media And Gary said, well, look, you know, you're going to live to be 100, 120. We've got these amazing things available that in the future, they're going to have us living longer. He's like, dude, you're not even at the halfway mark. You're not even at the halfway mark. And, you know, when you think about that and, you know, the old thoughts of retirement kicks in at what, 70? Seventy-five. I don't even know when it is until I work for myself. <laughs> Whenever it kicks in somewhere around there and it's only going to get later, that's a lot of years that A, you might run out of super or B, you might get really bored.
1: Yeah, especially, well, you know, and, and we've, we've been talking about this quite a bit lately, you know, ironically, Kyle Sandelands has 1.6 million followers on Facebook. So, you know, <laughs> very, very rhetorical question, Kyle. Um, but you know,
0: However, he's not on Instagram. He's not on
1: Instagram. <laughs> no, he's, he's not on, on Instagram. He's only done 22 posts on on Instagram. Look at me. Look at me on Instagram. I know how to find people now. But look, yeah, really interesting question, I guess, about, you know, a, longevity, B, really thinking about what does your business future look like, not just in terms of your social media presence, but, you know, if we're going to be living for longer, our business now needs to support that for longer as well. Uh-huh. And what do we need to be doing right now to position ourselves as a personal brand that we can sort of do either sort of continuous success in our current business or potentially use as a springboard for future businesses?
0: Well, as I have been in the dance industry, I've been in retail, I've been in e-commerce, I've been in the health and wellness a space in different roles. And the one thing that I've been able to take through each is my personal brand. Cause I might just pick up my personal brand and I take it to the next thing. And the way that I would describe a personal brand is an insurance policy for the future because it's something, no matter what happens, you can take it with you. And I think that's the biggest piece that we need to, or that I want people to take out of, you know, why do we need a a personal brand? It's an insurance policy. We don't know what's going to happen in the future and we can just, you know, pick this up and put it and and do whatever it is that we do with it.
1: Yeah. So so what is a personal brand? If someone had to define it in a couple of sentences, what is a personal brand? mm mm-hmm. What what is that really? What
0: does it mean? Uh, Well, uh, who is it that says this? Actually, you might even know, there's a quote, your personal brand is what people say when you're not in the room. I think it might even be Tony Sy from... Zappos. Yeah, from Zappos. Maybe someone's going to call me out on this, can't remember. Maybe the Amazon guy. (laughs) I don't know. But I think that the quote is really good and it's a really good way to think about it. Our personal brand is not our logo. Our personal brand is not the fonts that we use or the colours on our website. They all form part of a brand, part of your visual brand, but your personal brand is, you know, what do people say about you when you're not around? It's, what do you stand for? What are, What is your genius zone? Who are you essentially as a person that people can connect with? When you look at, you know, Richard Branson, uh, how would you describe his personal brand compared to Gary Vaynerchuk, for example? Very, very different people but both highly, highly successful entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good good takeaway. You know, what is it that you want people to say about you when you're not in the room, when you're not around? and the, the more successful we become the more likely that is to happen and people talk about us when we build that profile and that, that building that profile is absolutely something as entrepreneurs that we need to do because it not only attracts more business into our world but it gives us huge amounts of opportunities um, and those sorts of things and as we, i think we've got to also separate ourselves from our business in some ways right you yeah. are you your business is something that you run that delivers you a lifestyle you're, you're not your business you're the personal brand there and when you get this right, it creates huge number of opportunities. Just yesterday, Sam, we were talking about, you know, the number of speaking engagements you, that you've got. And those are a result of your personal brand, not your business.
0: hundred percent. And I'm really glad that you brought that up, Tim, because you are spot on. It's because of the personal brand that people c- can connect with you. It's whether they like you or don't like you. You know, people aren't going to do business with Gary Vaynerchuk if they don't like him and there's plenty of people that don't like him and there's people like me that absolutely love him and connect with him and would love to be in a room with him and that's essentially what a personal brand is. It's a really beautiful way to connect with people in a way that it... It's almost like a funnel into your business, I guess,
1: yeah. in a way. Yeah. Well, we going back to, you know, episode 95 when we talked about the one thing that you need to grow to, to grow your business to that next level. You know, again, just before this episode went to air, we were talking about joint ventures and our yes. joint venture partners. And, you know, one of your partners, seems sort to of have secured a very nice uh, mansion. Oh,
0: something. yes. We don't want to talk too much about that just yet because With we volume. haven't released oh, it. But...
1: Part of that is about your personal brand attracts opportunities. So Mm. whether it's those joint venture opportunities, you know, I've been recently invited into a couple of joint ventures in new business opportunities, right, which I'm currently exploring and some of those I'm taking advantage of. And it's not, again, because of what my business does, it's Mm. because of my personal brand and who I am and what I can bring to the table in in those JVs as well that will sort of push our business better. So we almost need to think of this, you know, in parallel to as we grow our business, we also need to think about growing our personal brand as well. So what's the first step? Look, I mean,
0: there's many, many steps in this, but I think the first thing that you need to do is get clear on your message. And that's get really clear on what you stand for, but also get clear on your genius zone because you can build a personal brand that doesn't actually sell anything and just build an audience. And that's really great when you're just starting out, when maybe you're trying to decide what it is that you're going to sell. But at some point, you need to sell a product. So right at the beginning, if you can get very clear on your message and, you know, what's your zone of genius? What is it that you offer? But also who are you as a person? What are your passions? And what do you really care about? What are the things that really push your buttons or the things that you really stand for? I think that's the very, very first step. (laughs) Who, Who are you showing up as?
1: Yeah, I would agree with you there. It's not just about your business sense. It's also around your personal values. What's important to you is supporting starving children in, in Africa, one of your values, you know, is, is giving back one of your values, is defending the weak and innocent, one of your values. Whatever it is, I think you need to sort of, you know, even take some time, document those damn things down, Put your business stuff aside, but look at what's, what's personally important to you, you know, that becomes part of your mission because that's part of your personal brand, what you show up for. And when you do it, I know you do it quite a lot, Sam. You know, if you've got an issue, we both know people who do this in a big way in, in, in other, uh, on other sort of social issues. But I think social issues as part of being, you know, what you show up for as part of your personal brand are as important as where you show up in business as well. And you're going to attract a tribe to people that resonate, not just to your business presence, but also to your social values as well.
0: Absolutely. And even just the little things that we do in day-to-day life. I know that you, Tim, are out with your son with his rugby team every week and, and you coach that rugby team. And if there's people that watch that that are really involved with their children's rugby, then that's a it's a great talking point. It's a great it's something little that you can connect on and that's just as important. I think I'm probably the, the person that gets tagged in wine posts more than anyone in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it happens I, daily. I may I, I, I have it I might have do done wonder. that.
1: <laughs> I might have done that myself. This, you know, it, it's, again, right? we're not just, we're not, you know, we as individuals are not just our business, right? We're, we're other things as well, right? Things we're passionate about, right? I'm a massive foodie, right? So I'm often, maybe I'm just a frustrated food blogger. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right? But, you know, there's there's things that are important to us that we need to show up for and we need to talk about, right, as well, not just our business. And that becomes part of our personal brand. And it's sort of, you know, it's part of our message, right, totally. that makes us unique.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, So that's the first thing. Second is really how you're showing up and connecting with your audience on social and online. Because these days we're building a brand that's global, which is very different to what it was, you know, 25, 30 years ago, where really our brand was more, you know, local or national. You know, you were really made a big time if you're a national identity. Now it's global and people all over the world know, we ha- you know who we are. So how are we showing up? you know, making sure that you've got professional images showing up professionally, making sure that your images are the same on all your social media platforms so that people start to recognize you. Because if you've got different images on every single platform, People won't even recognise that you're the same person. You won't look like you're, and I put this in air quotes, it won't look like you're everywhere. And that's what we want people to to think. You know, we want to create that illusion of being everywhere that they turn.
1: Yeah, and, and you do need to be on you know, those different channels. And the thing, great thing about social media is that it's kind of, you know, it's the most omnipresent. And we do need to be at, so, you know, pick a particular style how you wear your hair you know what color suit jacket you wear or shirt you wear what color are the accents you know in your photography do you have a particular style of photography i know sam you do lots of stuff on the beach Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of it that makes up your personal brand, right? Because you're trying to create that kind of, you know, that perception of, of freedom and, you know. Well,
0: also because it's part of that, you know, that first point that we talked about, the beach is my happy place. That's yeah. how, you know, that's how it happens. So this is how we have to be so clear around what it is, who we are and what we stand for because all of that forms part of the part of
1: the story. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, well, if you get those, right, you use the same font in all of your stuff. You know, when, once we do that, people start, to get that congruency of of message between what it is that you're saying and how they see you show up every single time, and Absolutely. congruency is this massive thing because you know we all have this you know mental checklist in our minds um that we assess just about everything from right whether it be partners friends you know business colleagues whatever it happens to be the relationships that we build with other people and the ones we very quickly discard are the ones who are inconsistent yes okay showing yes. up for you know no one likes that relative who comes around and sort of crashes at your house for three weeks at a time eats the fridge clean you know leaves a mess everywhere and then disappears for years at a time and then suddenly show up again and say oh but back again and you're like no, really not. Thanks very much. Right. Yeah,
0: that's a great metaphor, Tim. Okay.
1: So, yeah. so we're, we're building relationships and as, our, as we build our personal brand, we are building relationships with the people who want to interact with that brand. So the more consistent and congruent we are across all of our channels, the more likely we are to have success in building that relationship where people start to resonate and, and sit, Right. So you see Gary Vaynerchuk, as we talked about before. And Gary Vaynerchuk is very consistent about how he turns up for his brand. Okay. He's always got his signature on stuff. It's always very casual. He's always wearing his beanie. Yes. Yes. Except <laughs> when he's on stage, all right, you know, he's known to be quite rough and ready, right? Yeah, He doesn't mind swearing on camera, right? And he'll get out there, part of his personal brand is he will challenge people, Yeah, right, to drop their own shit. Says, yep. This, you know, the thing between you and your success right, is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself.
0: But we're not going to be surprised when he does that because that's what he does all the time. It's consistent. If I went out and, and swore like a trooper on stage and spoke like that, I think people would be, like jaws dropping I don't know what's happening you know we have to show up consistently as as who we are and I think that's why you know I'm not someone that loves swearing so you know he's probably about the only person I'll take it from but I know it's coming do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not part, it's
1: forced. part of that brand. I think yeah. the other thing there to remember about consistency, consistency is not a short-term thing. Yeah. All right? It's not consistent for three or four weeks or five weeks, you know, or even five months and then doing nothing. Consistently means consistent. This is something that you do as a habit, right? So, you know, if you're going to post on a Monday at 9 a.m., post consistently on a Monday at 9 a.m. for years, right? You and totally. I, a good friend of ours, Scott Bywater, you know, who's a, who's a copywriter, so shout out to Scott when you're hopefully are listening to this episode. He's consistent. He turns up every single day and he does a video every single day.
0: Every day.
1: Now, he probably shoots them all at once. In fact, we know that he, he shoots does. them does, yeah. And okay. he's quite
0: open in saying he does too. Yeah,
1: I'd right, say so he'll batch them up and then get them all sort of edited and videoed. And, you know, but, you know, his brand is now appearing every single day and he's always wearing a T-shirt. You know, that becomes consistent so people expect to see him every single day and that's building his personal brand and it's the connection with what he's talking about. Yeah.
0: And I think that's even more imperative in this online world. You know, we've been online for a while. The get rich quick scheme marketers have come in and out. And there's a lot of people that don't trust the internet as much as they, as they did. And this is why we need to show up consistently to show that you can trust us, that we're there consistently all the time, every day. But, you know, we're not turning up as. Like I watched on Netflix on the weekend the, the documentary about the guy in the fire festival, and oh my goodness gracious me. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> showed up and then went to jail. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I read it on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> But I I do have a sort of, I guess, one thing that I've been reading lately, I guess, about professional images and even professionally shot video. I think I'm in two minds about this. I think, again, whether you're using professionally shot video or literally you're just getting your iPhone out and and snapping something really quick, you know, like Gary does and and other people who every single video they put out is going to be super professionally produced. I think, again, we're just looking at consistency. What is going to be congruent with your brand? So if you want to set a certain tone, because that's the kind of professionalism you want to sort of execute, then you need to make the effort to make to to put it at that level.
0: Yeah, look, doing something is better than doing nothing. Yeah. and I think that a lot of people use that it's not perfect enough as a really beautiful procrastination excuse of not doing anything at all, and that's all it is because, you know, just get out there and do it. You can change it up as you go along. Not all of us have a DRock following us around. You know, like, sure, Gary Vee does do a lot on his phone, but there's also a lot of beautifully produced video behind-the-scene footage because he's got a crew that follows him oh, around. Oh yeah,
1: there's a lot of it. there's a lot of editing that goes into the Oh
0: yeah, that's exactly right. But there's no way that any of us can give give him a run for his money and start building that brand that's very omnipresent if we don't get out there and just do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think at a minimum you should be having a professional headshot. Uh, with yes, you, with my piece of advice, right? and it's not expensive, right? It's going to cost you somewhere between one hundred, hundred to one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, they're
0: not expensive.
1: Couple, right, to get a couple of professionally shot head shots, and you can use that just about. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So, I think it's, it's it's as a as a thought leader as an influencer, it's just, it's it, you know imperative that you have a a headshot, not just for your social media profiles, but for if you are putting forward articles for the media if you want to be on TV if you want to be speaking on stage your one sheet needs to have it so there's lots of reasons you need a
1: professional headshot oh that's right that's right so even like even if you're doing an ad you know you know
0: oh yes uh, Tim it's, for all those that rad. are listening Tim's yeah. showing off right now actually uh. for, for good reason he's in a beautiful glossy magazine and that wouldn't look or that probably wouldn't be there if there wasn't a well,
1: that, that's right you know I, I managed to get I'm in here a couple of times actually you know firstly as a sort of the award you know award winner in a couple of different categories and then I've used the. The same headshot that I use on my social media profile, I've actually put that into the ad as well. And it just made it much easier for me to put that together yeah. really, really quickly. Uh, yeah. Deadline.
0: yeah, Now. So- Third thing that I think that's really important is that you need to share your message. Now, I know that you've got an influencer pyramid that you've mentioned a couple of times on the show, Tim, but if you don't share your message, you can't be an influencer. You can't build your brand. You're just a lurker if you're hanging around on social media. So when we talk about being omnipresent and being on social media, we're not talking just hanging around on there and giving everyone a few likes. We're talking about sharing your thought leadership, sharing your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I think this is one of the big mistakes that people make. They think I'm going to be an influencer and I'm not going to do anything else. Right, so I've created my profile, and we've talked about this, you know, both on, whether on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it happens to be. You know, there's there's boxes that you need to tick. Right, the first one is you have to look the part. Right? Uh-huh. That's, that's your headshot, your message, whatever it happens to be. Right, the second one is that you need to connect with the right people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not, super important. <laughs>
1: okay, because if you're not connecting to the right people, like the rest is kind of irrelevant. Right. Yeah. Start conversations. Right, and the third thing is you need to you know, you need to put yourself out there. Right, mm-hmm. you're not going to build a brand and Unless you put yourself out there. And I think, you know, I see time and time and again that people are almost afraid of putting themselves out there and afraid of saying something that might be offensive to some people. You know, in the case that, oh my God, that might be a customer that I alienate because I said I like, you know, vanilla ice cream and they like chocolate ice cream. Or Mm. I made a, a political comment on, you know, gay and lesbian rights or indigenous, you know, issues or something. Whatever is important to you, and then I might have alienated someone who held the alternate view, right? But here's the secret, right? If you had that person as a customer, you probably wouldn't get along anyway.
0: Correct! (laughs) Ding, 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 ding!
1: (laughs) And that's exactly
0: what you need to remember is that the people that have got very different views for you are not going to be hanging around with you in a sense of being a paying customer. If you push their buttons, so don't don't worry about
1: it. Yeah, they were never, never going to be a customer in the first place. Or if if they were going to be your customer, you probably find that the relationship is really difficult. I still remember yeah. sacking years ago. I, I, I sacked um, at the, that at that time my most valuable customer, right? Because I found the way he talked about women to be really offensive, right? And I couldn't be around him because he i mean whether or not he knew he was doing it whether he thought he was being funny about it whatever but every time he made these disparaging remarks about women i actually felt physically mm. right, ill and sick i'm gone i just really disagree with your views on this yes right? to the point where i'm like i don't want to hang out with you when he calls on the phone i'm like oh my god do i have to deal with this today <laughs> Right. And yeah. uh, at the time, he was my most valuable customer. Right. And eventually I said, this is not, this relationship is not going to work. I think we need to stop right here. Right. Yeah. Here's someone I can recommend. And as a result of that, now I'm actually finding I'm working with much better people who really get who I am. We share values, we share beliefs, you know, you know, and it's, it's, it's a much more enjoyable space for me. And I think that's an important thing we need to remember, you know, that when we're building our personal brand, it's okay to alienate people who, who do who don't resonate with us. Because what we will do is we will attract our tribe.
0: We'll attract the people that that really resonate with us and go, oh, my goodness, thank goodness there's someone else that's as crazy as me and thinks like that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not the only one.
1: And can say all the things that I'm saying.
0: Exactly. So there's different ways that we can do this, and I think it's really important to not just get caught up in people saying this is what you should do, but this is where you also need to really think, well, what's my genius zone? Because video is the thing at the moment. But if you prefer to write, then maybe like just nail your writing before you start video. But, you know, there's podcasting as well, like we do. Yeah, writing, podcast, video, I guess there are three main ways to share. I definitely do all three. I know, Tim, you do all three, but I'm, I don't know about you. I started writing first, went into podcasting, then sort of took on video. I didn't do all the things all at the same time. I think that's setting yourself up for failure.
1: Yeah, pick, pick one, pick your genius zone, work on that one until you've nailed it. Oh, I in mean, the video I put up on LinkedIn yesterday, I must have, you know, it's a 41 second video that I put up yesterday. It's I I don't know, seven, 800 views at the moment since, since yesterday lunchtime. I must have shot that, I don't know, 20 times. Yeah. That 40-second video, all right, because I've just gone, that doesn't sound like me or I'm saying that wrong or I don't have this right inflection or or I, you know, now when I do it, for the 20th time, my intro was absolutely nailed. I knew exactly what I wanted to say, you know, what my value promise was, right? And again, as part of that, not only does that have a a dual purpose, right? Not only is it building my business expertise, Uh right? But it's also positioning my personal brand because people are now seeing me, hearing me, deciding whether they like me or not, and everything from the cadence of my voice, my jokes, my pauses, whatever it happens. Jokes, jokes. (laughs) I am hilarious. (laughs) I should have been a stand-up comedian, really.
0: <laughs> oh, lucky you got a, me here to look after you, Tim.
1: I know. This is why you make babies smile.
0: <laughs> so anyway, sharing so a message. That's
1: all, all building, yeah. and You've got to put it out there and you've got to, I think you've got to ask other people to kind of get on board and help you share that message as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get a little team of people to help you get, get it out there because it can be a little bit tricky getting, getting going and getting the momentum. So ask friends to help out. There's nothing wrong with that at all.
1: That reminds me, we should do an episode on building partnerships, should not we?
0: Oh, you and I, partnership king and queen. Absolutely. We should definitely do that. All right, number four. I think this is really important when you're building your personal brand and more so as a thought leader is making sure that you're featured in the media. So having opportunities where you're being interviewed on people's podcasts, when you're writing articles for for magazines, you know, being featured in in mainstream media if that's where your people are. Which interestingly enough, I had a really interesting conversation with Leon this morning, just saying. How much I've noticed that the entrepreneurial world, this little bubble that we live in, is starting to bleed into mainstream media. You know, we saw Gary Vee on, on Kiss. Never thought I'd see that in a million years. I heard a, an ad on the radio for Zoom. I've heard an ad on the radio for MailChimp. I've heard an ad on the radio for Squarespace. I think that this entrepreneurial space is about to blow up.
1: In many ways. Mainstream is, is catching up with us a little bit. And that's possibly because we're seeing a shift in the way people are getting employed. Uh No longer is is people, are people being employed to do a single job, right? We're starting to build our own personal brands to do multiple jobs, you know, short term contracts, you know, with multiple companies on a global scale now. So even employees, you know, know, we know people are talking about this, this sort of stuff to say, even if you're an employee, you need to build a personal brand because that's part of what you're Selling to your next employer.
0: Look, I think that this is really, really, really important right now. If you are working in some sort of consulting role for for a um, for a company, really focus on your personal brand now, because what is going to happen is in the not too distant future, these. Employment contracts are going to be wiped out and companies are going to be employing on a project basis because Mm -hmm. the scope of work is going to change. So get in now, build your personal brand now so that when it happens, you're like the Facebook of personal brand, not the, you know, not the TikTok of personal brand right now. You know, be the one that's out there and has got that solid foundation. People know who you are. And it will make it so much easier. That's
1: right. Well, it's, it's, it's happening across the board. i have seen the same thing, um, you know, if you want to sort of go for an acting role in a Hollywood production. The, one of the questions that you will get asked by the agent is how many followers do you have? Because they're expecting their the people they bring on to the set to promote the production as well.
0: Oh, look at any reality TV show. I'm sure they're being chosen because of their social media following uh, and bringing viewers to the show before they've even started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So get featured, PR in there ah. somewhere, all right? So, you know, Absolutely. you know, look at, if you want to sort of get into sort of mainstream media or in, in, in sort of major publications, don't be afraid to reach out to a PR company. They've got those connections, right? And they, they will help you get it in. If you, if you want to try and do it yourself, you know, connect to partners who, who share a similar audience, that you want to reach but don't do the same thing as you you know just say hey look let's work out how we can cross-promote each other right? totally but totally. Simple, simple as that right but getting featured is a way of building that personal brand as well and putting you in expertise and again if you want to do speaking engagements which is awesome and particularly one of these paid speaking engagements right get up in front of you know the rsl club right speak for free get used to it and then eventually you'll get to a point where you're, you're good at what you do and you get sought out as sam you are right? to speak on stage and get paid for it.
0: Absolutely. Now, I want to add a bonus in here, Tim, and I didn't put on the spreadsheet, <laughs> so I wanted to jump in because I can see dun, your
1: dun, eyes I I
0: you are going to be like, you God. have nailed this one,
1: You know, I, I love these episodes because there's so many Easter eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon sometimes we even leave the Easter eggs in the sun and after we finish recording, we realise they're all melted over there under a bush. <laughs> <laughs> But the last one is engage with your audience. And so many people miss this opportunity. If someone comments on a post, whether it's on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, doesn't matter where it is, always always answer them back. Start a conversation, ask open-ended questions, reach out to people on their posts. Oh my God. Engage open in conversation. So many people
1: questions. So many
0: people just put something up and then don't engage with their people. Like, that's not building an audience. That's just... Yeah, I don't know what that
1: is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's nothing, right? and you get lots of lots of likes. I mean, even likes. People really who like your stuff reach out and say thank you for liking my my post. You know, what's your biggest takeaway? Because we discovered the other day, it might be chicken and potatoes and coffee. Chicken
0: and potatoes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs>
1: um, but you know, so, sometimes it actually opens up opportunities off the back of as well. I reached out to somebody who liked kind of my post recently, uh, and started a conversation with this lady, right? and then she said, "Happy to help me." And said, "Well, one of the things she could help me was to I share my my latest lead mate." with your network. And she's got no problems at all. Can I do you mind if I take a look first? I'm sort of sure here it is. All right. And she's now she's going to share that with her seven and a half thousand followers. And immediately that's putting her on a pedestal because she's now more connected than she was before. But it's it's opening huge number of doors for me, you know, to more opportunity, you know, off the back of that as well. And if we don't start to engage with that audience, we don't ask open ended questions, we don't add value to the conversation that we're having, we shut off those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Exactly what you said. I had Someone that just did a quick, I do a lot of quick, you know, 10-minute reach out just on audio, how are you going? Someone I hadn't spoken to for a few months, he was in the car and he rang straight back and he said, what are you up to? And he said, well, what's your biggest challenge right now? You know, which is what nerdy people like us ask our, other people. I told him. It's
1: not, it's not at all scripted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it depends how the conversation goes. Yeah. You need to have some idea of where you're going to take the conversation. And yeah, he's putting my product in front of 50,000 people and it's it's an audience that I hadn't previously thought of. And as soon as he said, I was like, actually, that's genius. That wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have just, you know, jumped on Messenger, sent a quick like, hey, how are you going? Have, you know, what are you up to kind of thing? Yeah. So engage, engage, engage.
1: Yeah. And that, look, that's really awesome. I think it doesn't matter whether it's 50,000 or 7,000 or, you know, 20 million or hundred. Mm-hmm. Right? You've just got to start, right? If you can get in front of another hundred people, because someone's, you know, someone said, "How can I help you?" Right? And that puts you in front of another hundred people. It starts to build that momentum um, at, at building a brand, right? And, and helping you kind of open doors and create opportunities. And that's what that's what building a personal brand is all about.
0: Yep, absolutely. How beautifully we have full circled
1: now i know you've got some really cool stuff to give away today other than our little sort of bonus easter egg there um, <laughs> and that is your checklist all right yes goes into some of this stuff and the questions you need to ask yourself about whether you're building an effective personal brand and, and positioning yourself as a thought leader which is your which is your jam
0: absolutely it? so i've put together the thought leaders positioning checklist which goes through the five really the things that you really need to focus on when you're beginning your personal brand to make sure that you're taking them in the right direction so head to samanthareillyglobal forward slash checklist to grab a free copy of the thought leaders positioning checklist
1: okay awesome now coming up next week (laughs) 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 how do i do do do? do do? (laughs) this We're going to have. uh, We might actually give this as a surprise for next week. (laughs) Yes, this this
0: one isn't how we would normally come up with our episodes, is it, Tim? We we had a little conversation yesterday that started to get a little bit ranty, (laughs) and we decided, let's do this.
1: Absolutely. So let's just keep
0: it a secret.
1: So next week um, we we got a, we got an awesome surprise for you. But I hope you'll <laughs> you'll join us anyway as we as we drill into some uh, interesting things.
0: <laughs> I think that they're really really interesting things and they're things that people need to hear. Yeah, it's that simple. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: This is yeah. going to be the ugly truth episode uh, next time. But before we get there, of course, we would love a share, a like, if you you know you want to put a comment on on this or give some feedback on iTunes we would love to do so you can also find us where else can you find us then?
0: you can find us on Facebook you can find us on LinkedIn you can find us on Instagram but yeah if oh hang on this is social platforms we're on Stitcher and iTunes and I can't even remember we're on Spotify we're on we're on the website but if you do go to Riley the global forward slash iTunes that will take you straight to the show there So that's probably the easiest way to do it.
1: Absolutely. And of course, um, we'd love your feedback. As always, send in your questions if you've got one or try and answer it on a future episode.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for a great episode, Tim. I've enjoyed hanging out with you here today.
1: As always, Sam. And it's wonderful to see you again. You look amazing today.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Ciao. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth, and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to Samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode, and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.